Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 170. And wait. Wait. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode, episode 170 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Margaret Putty, fresh, still recovering from the event that was BCW Summer on Smash 3 Fandemonium. We covered it live in episode 169 with a great night of action, match after match after match of great matches. Man, what a great show. Big things happened, big announcements were made. AJ Pan's now the governor of BCW, the official authority figure. Eric Jaden became the new number one contender for the BCW World Heavyweight Championship. But before we get into all that, let's start the show like we always start the show with this week's wrestling replay. SummerSlam, August 14th, 2011 from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. Which goes down in history as the third leg of my WWE Grand Slam tour that was 2011. You know I'm going to WrestleMania 27 in Atlanta. We found out Royal Rumble was only in Boston. That's a quick Bus ride up there, so we did those two. Two out of four ain't bad. It's pretty impressive. 50% of the big four pay-per-views. But not too long before SummerSlam, they announced Survivor Series was going to be at Madison Square Garden, which we were going to. So we can't go to three out of four. Three out of four is not good. So we sucked it up, went out to LA my first time going to the West Coast to watch SummerSlam 2011 when I officially became a John Cena fan because I was the only shirt in my size. That show saw John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, Rey Mysterio defeat R-Truth, The Miz, and Alberto Del Rio in 9 minutes 40 seconds. Mark Henry defeated Sheamus via countout in 9 minutes 22 seconds. Kelly Kelly, my girl Eve Torres, defeated Beth Phoenix to retain the Divas Championship in 6 minutes 48 seconds. Wade Barrett defeated Daniel Bryan in 11 minutes 48 seconds. Randy Orton defeated Christian in a no-holds-barred match to win the World Heavyweight Championship in 23 minutes 43 seconds. CM Punk defeated John Cena to become the undisputed WWE Champion with Triple H as special guest referee in 24 minutes, 14 seconds. Now, as Punk was celebrating his big win, his big comeback, Kevin Nash returned out of nowhere and hit Punk with the jackknife power bomb, which allowed Alberto Del Rio to cash in his money in the bank to defeat CM Punk to win the W Championship in five seconds. Now, on paper, it doesn't sound like that great of a card. And I don't really remember much about it. Was this the night I also met Sheamus and Teddy Biasi Jr. at the karaoke bar and Sheamus was a dick to me? Got in my face, but I didn't step down because all those drinks got right back in his face. I don't remember. It was definitely this weekend. Off topic. Fun fact, SummerSlam 2011 was the final event before they officially ended the brand extension, which was introduced in 2002. So nine years. That was a good run. Very good run. SummerSlam attracted a sellout crowd of 17,404, grossing more than $1 million, making it the highest grossing SummerSlam held at the Staples Center. I'm assuming that'll be broken in the next couple of years as Staples Center will be the new home of SummerSlam for the foreseeable future. But it's another history that I was a part of. Fantastic. Go me. That was a fun overall trip. Yeah, good times. But I'm not here to reminisce about my good times. I'm here to reminisce about the good times that was BCW Summer on Smash. Now, 
if you didn't listen to episode 169, first of all, you missed a great show. Both the podcast and the BCW show. Big shout out and thank you to Jimmy J for uh, co-hosting our BCW coverage with me. Now, at the end, after the event, as the crowd's falling out, people are leaving, breaking down the ring, cleaning up. I do my post-game coverage, interview people throughout the night. And a couple months ago, during intermission, actually, I was interviewing Mr. Darius Carter, wrestling Richard's prize. And during that interview, the All-American-American Jack Swagger crashed and interrupted. Jack Swagger was Darius Carter's opponent that night. And the audio that I got was gold. It was money. It was fantastic. Well, I guess Darius Carter learned from that because as I was interviewing the new number one contender for the BCW World Heavyweight Champion, the sexy assassin himself, Eric Jaden. What happened? Darius Carter crashed. In case you didn't listen to it, this is also money. This is also gold. So listen in, and you can tell these guys don't like each other. All right, I'm here with... I'm here with Eric Jaden, Mark Schwann sticking around. Eric, how you, yes. how you feeling tonight? Well, the knee's a little bit... Okay, you want to hold that one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shot of wrestling, welcome. Listen, the knee's a little banged. I can't lie about it. Okay? But I'm protecting it. I'm protecting it. I'm a, I'm a smart guy. You think I wanted Joe Gacy to know that my knee was fucked up? No, I did not. And guess what happened? I promised. I said I was going to do this, and I delivered. As you always do. You All always deliver. All the time. So then, let me ask you something, Michael J. Please. What did you feel about the match? It was a great match. I think it stole the show tonight. I think so, too. I think we actually stole the show. I agree, man. I was there live. I had the best seat in the house. It was glorious. Now, go ahead. Ask the million-dollar question. The pink elephant in the room. Go ahead. I mean, I have a million pink elephants. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what are you going to say, Michael J.? Why? The deadly serious question has to do why. Go ahead. Ask I'm going to end with that. But I'll start with that. What, what, what's going on here? <laughs> Mark just talked about it. He, he's, he's trying to get the same for me. He's trying to get information. It's in-house, putty. Yes. Yeah, but we're, I'm in-house. Listen. The putty's saying. Putty's you putty. You have a job, right? Yeah. Okay. And if your boss tells you to do something, you do it, right? Correct. And if you don't do it, what happens? You get in trouble. You get in trouble. That's what happened tonight. That's what happened. Why? To tell me to stay in the back. Why couldn't they be at ringside? I don't know. But you know what? Did you say it's in-house? It's in-house. We're I mean, handling this in-house. That's all I can tell you. I'm sorry. Well, it came down. and made the save for you, allowing Nia Kennedy what to save? Allowing Nia Kennedy to hit Joey Gacy with her, her beautiful cane. No, that, that didn't that, happen. That didn't man. happen. What are you talking about? I, mean, I, was, I, I saw it as... I Joe Gacy was trying I, to steal the bat from yes. Nia Kennedy, and he... That's what he, happened? He's a klutz in himself with a bat. That's what I saw. So was, was he being sexually harassed, too? This guy. Oh, I Listen, all I know is I had him on a sleeper. I felt his life leave Yo, his body. He was about I to beat tap. Him. Yeah, I was, beat him. Yeah. I know I beat him. I know I beat him with the sleeper. How about that? That's what I saw. That's what I saw. When I rolled over, he was knocked out. Wasn't it because of the sleeper? I think so. I think so, too. The arm went I mean, down the, the, at three, too. Help. I saw that. The ref, that, that ref. That stupid ref, the, man. The ref messed that up. That ref was fucked up. It really is. All night. All night? Yeah. Fuck Shady. All night, man. You saw it, too. Their arm went down at three. Match was over. Eric Jaden, your new number one contender. But, hey, guess what? Karma's a bitch. And Eric Jaden still finished as your number one contender. August, baby. Guess what's happening in August? BCW's 25th show. Yeah, and guess what else? You're going against Darius Carter for the BCW. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. Darius Carter goes Eric Jaden for the BCW <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship. I dig. That feels so good. As a BCW original, finally getting your chance to shine here. Three years in the making? Finally. Thank you, Putty. You Thank said you. it right. Yeah. Putty, I want to give you a kiss of tongue right now. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Three years in the making. Three years in the making. You ready? Of course I'm ready. Didn't I just beat the crap out of Joe Gacy? Putty, that was your worst question. Yeah. yeah Are you ready? Am I ready? Are you ready? Look at him. He's... Don't you know me already? 
I guess I, I got to ask. He's not ready. Why, well, why ask that dumb question? But you said yourself. <laughs> you said yourself. He is on the hottest streak of his life right now. He's yeah. on top of the world. Eric Jaden owns indie wrestling. Oh, oh my God! Doesn't that feel good? Just like, I own indie wrestling. I am indie wrestling. So, so Mark, now what, you might be like two months away from Eric Two Belts, number one contendership for BCW and the Money in the Bank for the PWF. Well, you know what? We do have a BWF title match contract mm-hmm. that you I do. can cash in at any time. Anywhere. Okay, so anywhere. So I did try to come out today. And what was that? That Some was long hair yeah. hippie named AJ Pan. Governor of BCW. What, what oh, the fuck God. is a governor, dude? What does that mean? What does that mean? Authority figure. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, you. Hippie. See, you didn't pay attention. Yeah, you. Yeah, you got problems. You got problems coming to you, my man. Yeah, you, you long-haired hippie. Oh, I did. Darius Carter's coming oh, over here right oh, now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run away. Run away. Run away. Imitating. This is imitating a- Darius Carter. You wish you could be me. You're trying to. I'm out. You're walking around with masks. You're talking about change. Get out of here. Get out of here. You're match three. You're match three. I'm the main event. You're match three. How's that? How's that? Take your seat. Intermission. Intermission, Eric Jaden. Get out of here. This kid keeps walking around wearing masks. You'll never see me, kid. You'll never see me. Please. This guy. Let me tell you something. He walks around with masks. He walks around talking about change. He walks around trying to be Darius Carter. He walks around living vicariously through me. Me and you have had our differences lately, but I do have to say, yes, you are. You have the the, the uh, innovator of change. And that was you. You understand that I am the father yes. of change. Listen, and I'll tell you what, right now, Asriel don't particularly care for him, but I'll tell you this right now: I'll wrestle Asriel before I ever give that germ, that maggot, that worm, that detritus, a championship opportunity. What has Eric Jaden done other than drift around on this roster for two years? Oh, now that Darius Carter's champion. Maybe now that he's busy with the title, maybe he won't notice if I wear a mask. Maybe he won't notice if I put static in my promos. Maybe he won't notice if I start talking about change. Eric, been there, done that. That's why I'm the champion, and that's why you'll never touch a title here. How's that? I, I have to agree with you, Mr. Carter. Point and blank, yeah, period. Can... Let's, get, let's get this Eric Jane out of here. Stop putting a microphone to his mouth. Stop talking to him. Stop entertaining him. Because at the end of the day, Eric Jaden didn't beat. Asriel twice within two weeks, which nobody's ever done. Asriel did not beat Sue Young. Asriel did not beat Austin Theory. And, uh, oh, excuse me, Asriel. I'm talking about Asriel. Uh, Eric Jaden, because I was talking about someone important. So let's try this again. I've beaten Sue Young. I have beaten Austin Theory. And I just beat Dan Moff. Eric Jaden, a minute in the ring with those people. A minute and a half with those people. Are you going to shoot off confetti? Are you going to shoot streamers? What, are you going to try and kiss Sue Young? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to wear a, f- a little feather jacket? Not going to huh? happen. Get out of here. Yeah. You want a champion? Stop interviewing wastes of space. Stop interviewing the lowest common denominator. Stop interviewing and entertaining people like that and start knocking on the door of the All-Father. Okay, that was awesome. Okay, now the detritus. Thank you, Mr. Carter, for teaching me that word. Match number three, Mr. Intermission, Eric Jaden, you think he's going to take that lying down? Although he did run away. He could have stayed and stood up for himself then. But no, he wanted to gather his thoughts. So as I was preparing to come to the studio tonight, I found 
that Eric Jaden hit me up on Inbox at a shot of wrestling with this exclusive clip. Breaking news tonight. Eric Jaden offered his reply to Darius Carter's kind of controversial comments. So let's see what the sexy assassin has to say. Woo! Am I a happy man? Hell yeah. It's been one hell of a week for me. And you're looking at your new number one contender for the BCW World Heavyweight title. That's right. Me came out of a one hell of a match with a former BCW Heavyweight Champion, Joe Gacy. And I beat him. So Joe, get back to the end of the line. Go back to Evolve. Because I'm the number one contender now. And Mr. Darius Carter. I heard the things you said about me, Darius. You know what? I'm a little bit hurt. Yeah. I'm a little hurt that you would sleep on me that much. Do do you really think that I'm not a threat, huh? You really think that, Darius? I mean, you yourself said it. You said it. That I've been on a mission. That I've been on a mission to... With change to violence and the mask and it's been done before and the heavyweight title and all this shit that you talking about me. Well, maybe you want, Darius, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe there is a connection. Maybe I've been on a mission since day one because, you know what, you slept on me. A lot of people have slept on me. And all of a sudden, I got a shot against you. I got a shot, guaranteed shot, anywhere at another promotion with a guy that you know very well. Maybe, maybe there is a connection, Darius. Maybe things are falling into place, Darius. But you know what? Keep talking shit. Keep sleeping on me. And I'll keep on my mission. And I'll stay on the course. I will become the next BCW Heavyweight Champion. You can count on that. Sleep on me. For the rest of you, love me or hate me I don't care I am the man right now enjoy it (laughs) so as you can clearly tell these guys don't like each other very much it's August 16th at BCW's 25th show this is going to be an intense battle between these two men it's a month and a half on the wait I can't wait counting down the days also, I just found out today that's the official start to my annual summer vacation, two weeks off. So what a great way to start my summer vacation by watching these two men go at it. Can Eric Jaden finally grasp that brass ring at BCW and claim the BCW World Heavyweight Championship? We'll find out next month. But I'm assuming Darius Carter won't take those words lightly. And I uh, eagerly await his reply to Eric Jaden's comments. But moving on, this past week was the 4th of July. America's birthday. Happy birthday, America. And, you know, I just realized, I mean, I'm not a fan of the 4th of July. I'm not, I don't care for this holiday. I like the day off, but everything about this holiday, I'm not a fan of. And I remember last year, when I finally was the last straw that kind of broke the camel's back. So instead of me repeating myself, let me play the clip, my, my rant of episode 124 last year for July 4th. And let's see if you agree with me or not. Of course, this past week was the 4th of July. I hope you all had a fun, happy, safe, enjoyable 4th of July. You know, I, I, I hate the 4th of July. This year finally confirmed it. Something that's bothered me for a while, this year finally confirmed it. Hate the 4th of July. 
First of all, it's too fucking hot. Too fucking hot. I'm not a fan of fireworks. I, I, I don't get the appeal. All right, a couple fireworks here and there, but 25 minutes, 30 minutes of nonstop fireworks? Get the fuck out of here. I got better things to do with my life. Ugh. I mean, not really, but but every year, there's some schmuck, you know, who decides to shoot fireworks off of here in the neighborhood. Bro, I'm trying to relax. It's my day off of work. Let me lay on the couch. Let me relax and unwind. I don't hear these fucking loud noises ruining my evening. Well, this year, wouldn't you know, like three doors down from me, I'm not sure if it was three doors down on my side or on the, other, on the block, but some asshole decides to shoot fireworks. Not the, not the fun fireworks you do at a barbecue with your friends. No, like the, like the mortar ones. They have the light and step back, the one that goes straight up to the sky, lights up, big loud noises. Douche. Just because you shop at Macy's doesn't mean you're eligible to shoot fireworks off in your back and backyard. All right, some guy here in New York fucking lost his hand because he did the same thing. It went on all night, my friends. Oh, so fucking pissed. Oh, so pissed. Thankfully, it stopped around 11, which I think legally they have to. But uh, yeah, I fucking hate 4th of July. See, it makes sense. But alas, this year, 2019, they did not stop at 11 o'clock. I went to bed, and they were still boo-boo, firing their things off. Thanks to, er- to Darius Carter, these Detritists were shooting fireworks off at 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I think I'm here one at 12, 30. Freaking Detritus's eyes. Detrit eye? Detritus's? I can ask Darius how that word goes. Uh, but rant over. And Mark Schwann's still not here, folks. Mark Schwann continues his leave of absence from this show. He's preparing for his wedding. His wedding is Saturday, July 6th, the same day as BWF's Summerfest. So even if I was invited, I couldn't go. Although if I was invited, I'd find some replacement because Mark Schwann's wedding, you know, who doesn't love a wedding? Although BWF card for Summerfest is looking stacked. So I'm not going to go over it now because the show is going to post after the fact. Make sure you see your social medias at Mugger Party, Shot of Wrestling, on Twitter, Shot of A, Shot of Wrestling, everywhere else. But congratulations to Mark Schwann. Best of luck. We miss you here at the show, so look forward to having you back sooner rather than later. Although I am looking forward to covering a BWF show with a fair and impartial commentator. Not someone's going to get up and leave anytime the Delhi Sane Squad or Susan Squad do anything. So we'll see how that goes. But moving on, good friend of the show, Mike the Bartender is back from his vacation. Mentioned it last week. We often go down to him when I'm doing solo to see how he's doing. He gives us a wrestling shot of the week. And uh, I was given a shot. When I was in the studio, it was delivered to me, so I got a shot waiting for me here. I was told not to touch it until I talked to Mike. Now, we have his setup downstairs by the bar, so we can interview him and talk to him anytime we want. That's what we tell him. It's more for us here in the studio to order our drinks more quickly. So, send me a text. He's ready to go, so let's check in on everyone's favorite neighborhood bartender. Mike, you there? Buddy, yeah, you there? I'm here. You just sent me a text saying you're ready. So what's up? You know, not too much. Just back from vacation. Oh, yeah. How was that? You went to uh, Bahamas, right? That's correct. Very fun. I bet. Great to get away and relax in the sun. Welcome back. Was worried about you, but chaos going down in the the Caribbean. Americans dying left and right over there. It's crazy. But it's the uh, Dominican Republic's, not the Bahamas. So I think I was okay. Oh, good to hear. Good to hear. And thanks for the souvenir, by the way. What? Love it. Appreciate it. Yeah, what souvenir? I didn't get you nothing. Exactly. Woes. Got nothing. Come down, dear buddies. Sound like you need your drinks. No, maybe I do. Let's play the rant. Why well, I hate Fourth of July. I could use a drink, buddy. I'm happy you sent Megan up here with a shot. I was told to wait if I talk to you to take. So I'm assuming this is this week's wrestling shot. Correct. And you're welcome. You're welcome for what? Oh, I guess you have not hood. 
the good news. No, not yet. Megan and her boyfriend broke up. She's now single. Really? And uh, I hear she's ready to mingle. Now I go now to you, buddy. That way you sent her up here? Maybe. You know, you two lovebirds, perfect for each other's. How do you know I'm not single? Uh, uh, second thought, don't answer that. Okay. Anyway, off topic. Way off topics. I want to do the shot. What's in it, buddy? Thank you for asking us. You're welcome. This shot is called the Irish Last Kissing. Another drink. Now, Becky Lynch, I think yes. you're the one who has a little crush on somebody now. Huh? How the tables have turned. You know, I can either confirm nor deny Which is a yes. Do you want to do the shot? Yes. Yes. Or no? Come on. What is it? Wells, there's a half an ounce of Fireballs. Okay. A half an ounce of Jameson Irish Whiskey. Sounds good. Love it. Half an ounce of Peppermint Schnapps. Gross. Don't knock it till you try it. Come on, buddies. You like you like Fireball, Jameson. Anyway, okay. it's a long shake it. Okay. Ice or no ice, it's up to you. Like ice. I prefer no ice. I know you like it chilled. Yeah, Take right. it down smoother. Yes, it does go smoother. Thank you. So, uh, take your shots. All right. Here it goes. Cheers, buddy. Welcome back. Cheers. Thank yous. Well, give to you, buddy. That was delicious. Don't you? Right. Dangerous. Very, but delicious. Very dangerous. That is correct. But yes, very delicious. I highly recommend don't taking too many of those. Or else you have a night you won't remember. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the shot. You said there was also something else you wanted to ask me. But didn't have time, so... Uh, well, I got you here. What's up? I'm just curious. What time? Okay. And uh, how are you getting to uh, Sean's wedding? What? How are you staying over? Wait, wait, what? Okay, I just came back from vacation. Wait, wait, what, 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 what? And I'd like to stay over because I want to drink and party. Well, you're going to Schwann's wedding? I do not want to drive. So if you're driving, yeah. let me know. I'm not, but I'm not driving. I'm not even invited. What? what? Are you going? Were you invited? I thought you were going. You guys are best friends. Yeah, I thought so too. But you told me there's no work people. Yeah? I'm not invited to the wedding. I'm not work people's. Uh, what, 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 what's this? When did you get invited? A couple weeks before the bachelor party. You were invited to the bachelor party? Yes, I was. But I, like I said, I was in Bahamas. Could not make it. Regrettably. I heard it was a great times. It was, but... I would have fun. Yeah, we did have a good, good time, but it, you're invited to the wedding. Yes, buddies. This is ridiculous. Sorry, buddy. You can, uh, you can edit this part out, right? You don't have to edit this even part. If, even if I edit this part out, I still know you're going to the wedding. Okay? Uh, uh, you better send another, another one of those... Becky Lynch shots. Okay? You got it, MGPs. I will send it right up. Make sure Megan brings it. <laughs> of course. Do it right now, buddies. Okay? So, uh, yes, uh, let me do that. And I will, uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, tell Shawan I say hi. Huh. Interesting. Well, you learn something new every day, they say, right? Well, I just learned a lot about Mike the bartender and Mark Schwan. So, while I decompress and wait for my Irish last kicker shot to come, Green Man sat down with Gabriel Sky, a gentleman we met a couple months ago at a BCW event, and we've watched his career blossom and flourish since then. This guy has stolen the show numerous occasions at various events. So here's just a quick preview of our interview with Gabriel Sky. The full, unedited, uncut, raw interview will be on our YouTube page, A Shot of Wrestling. Just definitely check it out. I've heard it. Learned a lot about Gabriel Sky. So if you haven't not heard about him, you're going to soon enough, so make sure you're Yap on the train now. Listen to our full interview with Gabriel Sky on YouTube, like I said. So, But here's a little taste to whet your appetite as my shot walks in. 
been a real wild ride the last year. Uh, I've been able to do it with, you know, some of my best bros in the industry, Tom and Chris and Ty. You know, it's been it's been a really crazy year, man. I'm really happy to have been able to cross a lot of things off my list and achieve some goals and work a lot of places like TZW and beyond. That's honestly because of my dad that I love wrestling so much. But I, I was kind of just like born into that fandom. for me just to look good and feel good. I like going out there feeling like nice and cool, you know, if you have like a little nerves, like pouring that little bit of water in yourself, you just stay calm a little bit. And plus, like it doesn't help to like make you look a little shinier on the abs and stuff like that. I always love to do some dives and, you know, coast to coast and that kind of stuff. That's my, uh, that's my stuff, man. I love that. Work with CZW is definitely a cool thing, especially if you grew up being a fan. But to make this brand even hotter, that's something that we're all going to work for. And that's definitely something that we're all going to work for, I know, for the next few years. That's what I love. I love being in that environment where people are inspiring each other and motivating each other to be the best that they can very, that they can very much be. Or even if we're not in Queens, uh, we'll chill at a diner if it's Jackson or it's Wawa, which, man, I love Wawa. <laughs> Don't even get started on Wawa. <laughs> In my opinion, man, pro wrestling's for everyone. <laughs> pro wrestling's for everyone. That ring is our canvas, and it's our job as artists to go out there and paint our picture for what the audience will see. It's time for In the News with Michael J. Putty. Okay, first of all, a couple things. That shot was delicious. Megan says hi to you folks. And I was watching a little bit of the SummerSlam show. I watched CeeLo Green's performance. A couple of divas came out, including Nikki and Brie Bella. Pre-breast implants. Nikki Bella. And it's amazing what those will do to you because they do look so much alike. You can tell the difference between Nikki and Brie. Maybe it's because I watch the shows. We see them all the time now. You can tell the difference. But back then, very close. I had to do a couple double takes to figure out who was who. Like I mentioned, Kelly Kelly coming down with Eve Torres. Michael Cole's like, why is she down here? My man Booker T says, well, who wouldn't want to see Eve Torres? So a little early, but cheers to Booker T for backing my girl Eve Torres. All right, now I'm feeling nice about that shot. Let's get in some news. I'm a little more calm. It was announced on Friday. The next WWE 24 will feature the Animal Batista. WWE 24 Batista Dream Chaser. This episode will follow Batista from his most recent return in the company to his match at WrestleMania 35 against Triple H. The show will debut on the network immediately following Raw on July 8th. So you know I'm tuning into that. They just mentioned it a couple weeks ago. WWE 24s are awesome. One of the best shows on the network. Now you're going to feature Batista? Hell yeah, count me in. In other news, during the slow news week, WWE is reportedly set to move away from the PG-oriented product they've been doing for the last several years. Vince McMahon is aware the company is struggling to capture the teen market, and he is implementing immediate changes to the product, which 
if you've noticed, have started filtering into the current product. The company is also well aware of AW and their target audience, and thus will look to close the gap to ensure they stay relevant. Dave Meltzer reports, and I quote, they were aware they had lost touch with teenagers. They were afraid of completely losing teenagers, especially when AEW starts. This is the direction they felt they had to go in. Makes sense. Totally agree. I don't know what teenagers are doing, why teenagers are driving the current product. But yeah, the teenagers they're losing are the same teenagers that were kids when they first started doing this PG product. That's what happened in the Attitude Era. They had to evolve and adapt to those kids they won over in the late 80s, early 90s. Those, those kids, including myself, were getting older, and they didn't want to see, you know, cookie cutter and basic good guy, bad guy stuff. They wanted to see a little more edgier product. They see a little more sexy product. And now the same thing's happening here. Next generation, those kids that they won over in the early 2000s are now evolving. They're older. They don't want to see this same PG product. So, yeah, it makes sense. It worked last time. I'm assuming it'll work now. No news. It's being reported that Ricochet, the current reigning and defending United States heavyweight champion, is being launched to the forefront of the company in hopes of boosting what I just talked about, that teenage demographic. Paul Heyman, the current director of Raw, seems to hold Ricochet in very high regards. It's being noted that this push is to hold on to, as well expand, WWE's teen audience. Not to lose them to the quote-unquote new and fresh appeal of AEW. Again, like I just said, makes sense. I don't know why Ricochet has to be that face, but we'll see. You know the news. According to a report from PW Insider, Rhino... His contract's coming up and will likely be a free agent as there's no plans to re-sign him. I mean, they're not using him. Let him go. Maybe sign him as a producer or a backstage agent. Now, this is interesting. The report also notes that the team of Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson are expected to sign new deals with the WWE. Some are saying they may have already verbally agreed to them, but not officially signed yet. Now, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe months ago. Gallows and Anderson were expected to leave the WWE once their contracts expire. They reportedly turned down lucrative contracts. However, it seems they had a change of heart rightfully so smart movie guys and as being said the good brothers are fully on board with the new storyline with the club reuniting which makes sense you don't want to lose gals and anderson to aw or new japan the new contracts are expected to expire sometime in 2024 now if i remember correctly the club didn't last that long so i'm curious to see how long this current imagination of the club will last maybe add a couple members throw in fucking finn balor or something i don't know who else is in the club just finn balor but you know the news this past week on Raw, Maria Canales announced she was pregnant. This came as a surprise to many and left many wondering if this was real or part of some weird storyline. I don't know why people would wonder that, but okay. You can't fake being pregnant if it's real. I guess unless you're Lita and she's Nixie, but whatever. Maria confirmed this week on Instagram that she is accepting their second child, so congratulations to them. Maria informed W officials of her pregnancy shortly after they re-signed a new five-year contract with the company last month. Huh. Now... They weren't really being used much on main roster at all. They were delegated to 205 Live, which I heard they were doing a pretty good job at. They were signed on the five years, and now they find out that she's pregnant. So any storyline they had on her had to be put on hold. But now they're doing this thing, so I'm curious to see how this plays out and wonder where they go from here, how long they go from here, because she's going to have to stop traveling soon. So, But at least they're on TV. Props to Mike and Maria finally getting on TV. In other news... During a recent interview, Shawn Michaels was asked if he keeps in touch with former tag team partner Marty Jannetty. Mr. WrestleMania said, and I quote, I no longer have a contact number for him. There are times I see him, he's great. He seems great. Other times, it's less so. It's heartbreaking to me, just as it is to everyone. I don't know what any of us can do in that aspect. He made a decision on how he wants to live his life. Truth be told, it's not my place or anyone else's place to tell him how. All we can do is care about him when it's not going well. Just care for him. 
He also stated he tried to get a contact number for him during WrestleMania 35, but no one could seem to find one. Well, Sean, or anyone with E currently listening, I know someone who does. Hit up my good friend and your favorite actor, Mark Schwann. I can't really get too much into that, but uh, hit up Mark Schwann at Mark Schwann. Maybe he could help you out. And finally, in other news, Impact Wrestling has been rumored for a new broadcasting home for a while now. It looks it'll be happening sooner rather than later. As we all know and reported when it first happened, Impact currently airs on the Pursuit channel with a simulcast on Twitch TV here in North America. But that deal ends pretty soon. So I guess that was a pretty short deal. They just started a couple months ago. And the rumor is they will reportedly be moving to Access TV. Now we have some conflicting reports. One says the move is planned for July after Slammiversary, if all goes well. But another report says it's not a done deal yet. It's still in the early stages of negotiations. But either way, looking forward to this. Finally get to report on Impact, maybe. Access TV, AXS. Already airs New Japan. Woman of Wrestling, wow. I think Impact is a perfect fit here. Makes sense. It'd be a good block of TV for them. I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. So I'm hoping this is true. Hoping it happens sooner rather than later. So I, uh, yeah, not, enough, not enough that I kind of miss Impact. So I'll keep you updated. First of all, because no one's watching on Pursuit Channel. No one's watching the simulcast on Twitch. I watch a little bit here and there. I like what they're doing. During commercial breaks, they'll do live like commentary with either Josh Matthews, Melissa Santos, a couple other people. But yeah, I'll keep you updated. Looking forward to it. That's all the news I got for a very short, very quick, slow Wrestling News Week. So that's it. Let's go take a break and come back talk about Raw and SmackDown. A Shot of Wrestling presents Cheers and Here. So let's start with a new and improved Raw. I thought Raw was pretty good this week. Good show, top to bottom. A couple weeks ago when uh, Sami Zayn mentioned AEW, we referenced how Raw has a seven-second delay button they could press. So anything that goes through bad language, something they don't want to talk about, they just press the button and we don't hear it. Well, Quarter Graves audibly saying, holy shit, when Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley went through the LED board, they could have pressed that button. So I assume that's part of the edgier breakaway from the TV PG product that we talked about earlier in the news. Now, was it me? Or during the constant revolving replays, did we see them land on a phantom big pad and then roll into their positions? Because when they went to the board and the way they landed when the EMTs round was different, and when they went to the board, the camera was like moving all the way around when it shouldn't have because it was on the ramp far from what happened. Or maybe just me imagining it, but check out the replay and see if you see what I see. Because if you see what I see, that's a big blunder on their part, no? We can't watch them land on a big pad and then roll into position that they're supposed to be on and move equipment on top of them. Mentioned it earlier in the news, cheers to a Mike and Maria Canella sighting. I like when they debuted, they then went into obscurity, they found new life on 205 Live, they went to a big storyline 205 Live where Mike Canella's probably walked out of the company, which was totally non-mentioned and didn't even exist apparently, it was erased from our memory. Now he's involved in this storyline with his wife, who's pregnant, but he's being treated like a freaking bitch. This did nothing for Mike here. Mike just didn't seem strong, didn't seem credible, didn't seem like anything, this hurt Mike Tremendously, so I don't know what the end result of the storyline is going to be, but hoping it ends up with Mike Grongas set here because Mike deserves better than that. And good for Renee Young. 
When Carmela interrupted the moment of bliss, Cora Grace said, how could anybody interrupt a goddess? To which Renee Young said, I have a feeling you won't mind in this case. Boom, zing, great. After all those personal shots Corey Graves took during the end of the days of Dean Ambrose and Dean Ambrose's relationship with Renee Young, it was every show he would take constant nonstop shots. I think to one point where she said, just let it go, leave me alone. Now it's her turn to turn the tables. Good for Renee Young. Hashtag girl power. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag not my Batman. The girl was pretty good. Better than it has been. Bra's been getting better and better. And someone posted a meme on Instagram. What if there is no difference in Raw? And they just told us Paul Heyman's in charge of Raw to kind of distort our reality and we assume Raw's better than it has been? Which is pretty funny, but also made you think, yeah, I can see that happening. Now, Eric Bischoff was reported to slowly get involved in his role in SmackDown after Extreme Rules. So maybe that's why SmackDown wasn't as great as it normally is. Started out with the Kevin Owens show. Now, is Kevin Owens a face now? We got a taste of this earlier this year. Then he turned on the New Day. But I was surprised how well it worked. I think he said it on the show. I wasn't expecting Kevin Owens as a face to work, but it did work. Kevin Owens wants to try to be a face. He's done everything he can do as a heel on both shows. So it only makes sense to turn him face. So I'm curious to see how this plays out. I'm looking forward to it. Kind of fresh air on SmackDown with Kevin Owens. I'm going to cheers Nikki Cross hosting the Moment of Bliss. I think it worked. I think she killed it. She nailed it. She mentioned how she's from Scotland and she has a heavy accent, so she's going to talk slow in order for us to understand what she's saying. You know someone told her that backstage. That's not something she thought of. That wasn't part of a script. That was a heavy criticism people have of her, which is quote-unquote disguised as part of a script. But she killed it. I understood every word she said. I thought she did it was awesome and good for her. Although side heel here, Bailey not being in those jeans. Uh, remember those jeans from like two weeks ago? Uh, Bailey, wow. Bailey and jeans... I need to see more of. Although with Kevin Owens' show and the Moment of Bliss, that's two talk shows within the first hour of SmackDown. I think you can get away with that in Raw because Raw's three hours. You can't get away with that on here, SmackDown. Way too much talking in the first hour of SmackDown. SmackDown was supposed to be a wrestling show, no? Remember that? Although SmackDown, speaking of talking, was that the Kayla Braxton show? I think Kayla Braxton was like every other segment. I mean, good for her. Good for her. Make the most of your time, right? And what was that Shelton Benjamin thing? I like it. I'm a big fan of Shelton Benjamin. If you listen to the show constantly, you know I'm a big fan of Shelton Benjamin. I'm hoping this leads to something. I don't know what it was, but it has to lead to something, so be following that pretty closely. Now, at the end of the show, when Kevin Owens attacked Dolph Ziggler, and he was going off like, this is my show, this is my show, this is my show, in the last couple of seconds, you hear a voice off screen saying, say it to the hard camera. And what happens? Kevin Owens turns to the hard camera, says, this is my show. Boom, show's over. Now, if you listen closely, it sounded like Corey Graves. I'm assuming it wasn't Corey Graves because he was on commentary. But it's weird to hear those directions picked up on the microphones because you're usually very careful with that stuff. I just thought it was interesting. A little, little tidbit I had to mention. That's all we got for Raw on SmackDown for the next couple weeks. Hopefully, we got Impact back involved. Time to get some go-home thoughts. Once again, big congratulations to my good friend Mark Schwann on his wedding. I and mean, All these months and months of planning is done with. Now he can sit back, relax, and enjoy his wedding, all his hard work. Because all he has to do is walk down the aisle and say two words, I do, and he's done, right? Soapy thoroughly enjoys his wedding. Can't wait for him to come back to hear all about it. With hopefully his best friend Carson to destroy him in promos. But congratulations to the new Mr. and Mrs. Mark Schwann. July 6th is BWF's Summerfest. As we get ready for August, Escape from New York, in which BWF's hosting an interpromotional tag team tournament to decide the best tag team here in this tri-state area, 
in some cases, the world, because you have tag teams coming from all over the country, all over the world, for tag team supremacy. That's in early August. An event I'm looking forward to. I'll be there ringside calling all the action. So, wow. Can't wait for that. Escape from New York. Early August. BWF. But that's pretty much it here. Check out our YouTube page, Shadow Wrestling, to check out the complete raw, unedited interview with Gabriel Sky, a name tearing it up on the indies right now. You can reach me at Monkey Party on all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Shot of Wrestling, no A on Twitter, A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, like I just mentioned. We got our hotline, dial it up, 619-343-3005. Any comments, questions, if you disagree with what I'm saying, if you agree with what I'm saying, get involved in the conversation. We'll play it on next week's show. If you don't want your voice to be heard, inbox at ShadowWrestling.com. Any questions or comments, you can there. You can email us there. Anyway, this show is from the fans to the fans, so get involved in the conversation. The more the merrier. This is your platform to get your voices heard. But really, that's it for me here, folks. Looking forward to episode 171. The rumor is Mark might be back, but don't hold me to that. I'm going to go downstairs, sing some karaoke, hopefully chat with Megan while ignoring Mike, the bartender, my former good friend. I mean, he has to leave early anyway to get up early for Mark Schwann's wedding, right? Can't believe he's invited to Mark Schwann's wedding. What a dick. But anyway, for... Gabriel Sky, I have been your host at Magja Party. Until next week, episode 171. Party, yep. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I need to announce it's last, last call, call at, at the, the bar. bar. Oh. All right, everybody, we have made it to the end of the episode, and it's last call. We still have Mr. Fight or Flight himself, Gabriel Sky, with us. Now, Gabe, this is how you play. I ask the questions. The first thing out of your mind is the first thing you should answer. Are you ready? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. And away we go. Other than wrestling, what is your favorite sport? I'm going to have to go baseball, man. Always love baseball. What's your favorite team? Yankees. Oh. Yankees and Mets. Very hard. Yankees very hard. and Mets? It's very hard to come from a family that loves. I don't know. <laughs> it has to be one or the so other. hard, man. All right. What is your spirit animal? I'm going to say uh, a lion. What is the worst job you've ever had? Um, I work as kitchen staff for a restaurant here on the island, washing dishes and stuff like that. That job sucked pretty bad. Sucked really bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite karaoke song? I don't do karaoke often, but if, I, if I'm going to have to choose, I'm going to choose uh, Don't Stop Believing." Okay, that's Stop a very believing. popular that's an easy one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some high notes in there. you got to be careful, but it's a cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the best feature on a woman? Assets. Assets, man. Uh, who's like your cele- said, I'm an ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? I'll choose Haley Williams. I love Haley Williams. She, she's cool. She's cool. If you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Well, I'd like to be bigger. I'd like to be bigger. Everyone wants to be six feet. And Jack. So if I if I had to if I had to change anything about myself, I guess I guess it would be that, you know. Who was your mark out wrestler growing up? I mean, I always marked out for like CM Punk and Gang O'Brien and Jericho and those kinds of guys when I was growing up. Just because I, I could relate to those guys. So yeah. those were always guys I, you know, freaked out for. Cool. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in wrestling? Ooh. Oh man. I mean Eric Jaden's antics are up there. <laughs> Eric Jaden's antics are up there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that pretty high on the list. Yeah, I mean, yeah. other than that, there's a bunch of weird stuff you see 
you see in wrestling now, but I mean his uh, his finisher is, is the prison rape. So I mean, that's yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> pretty interesting as a wrestler. Uh, finally, <laughs> if your career ended tomorrow, what would you like to be remembered for? I'd like to be remembered for doing this at such a high level at a young age and making an impact for not only myself, but for other people, you know, representation matters. I'm a young 20 year old Puerto Rican kid from Queens and then eventually Long Island. So I'd like to be remembered for making an impact and showing everyone like, Hey, like nothing's impossible. You know, if you set your mind to it and you work hard enough, you can do anything. And you're making the best of it. Uh, thanks, Gabe, for joining us on A Shot of Wrestling. I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of you very soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and I hope so, man. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.